there. How's it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of the Coven Podcast, Ooh. where we talk about all things feminism, all things nerdy, mix it all together in the cauldron and see what we get. And we are overflowing today with the unfortunate practice of whitewashing in Hollywood. We've talked about this before, but we still have to talk about it now because guess what? It doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Um, so we'll discuss some recent events therein and so the long, long, achingly <laughs> long history of whitewashing in Hollywood. I am your host, the Witch of the Wavelengths, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is the magical sorceress of the sound waves, Sarah James, and the wonderful Ashley Curry, who still doesn't have a witch name, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. So... I mean, there's a lot of things I could start on, but let, let's let's do more recent events. So the Hellboy movie is being remade, mm-hmm. and which I'm super yes, excited about. Huge fan, huge fan. I mean, the original casting was pretty amazing, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see where they're going with it now. Except in the case of one character mm-hmm. who happens to be an Asian character, but was casted white too yeah yeah so but plot twist uh in this case is that the actor um ed scrine which he was uh francis in deadpool he's had some like kind of villain roles like that i was i was really surprised he um which isn't to say that he has to be a bad guy because he plays a bad guy, but he did a really great guy move in saying that he was stepping down from that role mm-hmm. because he found out about his character's original ethnicity, and he was like, I can't, I can't play him. Um, his specific um, announcement via Twitter was, last week it was announced that I would be playing Major Ben Dymo, Dymo? Uh, in the upcoming Hellboy reboot. I accepted the role, unaware that the character in the original comics was of mixed Asian heritage. There has been intense conversation, understandable upset since that announcement, and I must do what I feel is right. It is clear that representing this character is a culturally culturally accurate way holds... Wait... It is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate way <laughs> holds significance for people and that to neglect this responsibility would be would continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honor and respect that. Therefore, I have decided to step down so that the role can be cast appropriately. Representation of ethnic diversity is important, especially to me as I have a mixed heritage family. It is our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to inclusivity. It is my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can help make equal representation in the arts a reality. I am sad to leave Hellboy, but if the decision brings us closer to that day, it is worth it. I hope it makes a difference. With love and hope, Ed Scrine. Coven claps for Ed Scrine. Coven claps for Ed Scrine. Yes. Because God bless. Seriously. Not many people yeah. would do that. No. Not many people have done that. Well, like ever. Yeah. yeah. When I think this when is... taking over a culturally sensitive role. So that's, you know, to hear that from not even like a big name actor. Because it's he's like, I've been in a few things. He could have probably used the work. Mm-hmm. You know, he was given a big role that would have get, put his name out there. But no, he's like, This is wrong, so I'm gonna yeah, say no. That's that takes guts. Yeah, I'd wager that's a big stopping point where people get casted, and then there's like the outcry about like, well, you you shouldn't be this character, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, I need to eat. Yeah, and 
Also, this is going to be, it's a reboot, so automatically it already has an established audience. Exactly. Yeah. So he was in a really great place with it, but I'm really glad he did the right thing. And he described it as the right thing, which I think is mm-hmm. really important, too, that he wasn't just like, well, everyone's going to be mad about it, so yeah. I guess I have oh, to yeah. quit. People are raging, so I guess I'm going to yeah. say no. No, any news is good news, but mm-hmm. this is the best news we could have hoped for, I think. Agreed. And they recasted. So mm-hmm. and they recasted really, really appropriately in casting um, Daniel Day Kim, who's yes. uh, of Lost fame, um, Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really glad they they fixed that. Yeah, agreed. The because rest- there are guess what? There are talented Asian American actors yeah. that can play roles made for Asian American actors. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? The certainly not certain executives, I don't think. I think that's right. the thing. They're like, well, <laughs> right. there's not enough actors. And it's like, um, there, or the, there are. Yeah, the um, the excuse of it's like, we need a big name on this franchise or this movie in order to gain a following. Like, no one's going to watch this movie unless you have an A-list white male actor on the front. It's I like, don't know no? who Ed Skrine is. No. I really don't by name. No, I had to say, you know, he's Francis from Deadpool. And yeah. I was like, oh, I remember that guy. But <laughs> it, it, it does get to the point where it's like a lot of these bad guys, like slick back blonde hair, sharp jawline, they, they're getting to be looking the same and right? I'm going to get them confused. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, there, was, there was a large following to this uh, announcement, and one person who uh, spoke up, and I'm really glad she did, is Chloe Bennett. I don't personally watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I've she's one of the main characters. I've seen a few episodes. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. something I want to watch, but I haven't gotten around it, to yet. It's on my list. It is on my yeah. list as well. She She's one of the main characters, and um, when she, like, essentially posted, like, yeah, go Ed Scrime, people were like, well, you're contributing to whitewashing in Hollywood because you changed your last name. Mm-hmm. Um, what was her original last name? Uh, Wang. I yeah, believe. to Bennett. And she was like, well, unfortunately, I had to do that because Hollywood is... Literally, she said... Um, changing my last name doesn't change the fact that my blood is half Chinese, that I lived in China, speak Mandarin, or that I was culturally raised both American and Chinese. It means I had to pay my rent and Hollywood is racist and wouldn't cast me with a last name that made them uncomfortable. Damn. Yes, girl. Like, (laughs) that takes, that takes guts to put that out there. And it, I think, is 100% humanizing that, I don't know, that it's... That she felt like she had to go so far as to change her own name because otherwise she wouldn't get casted in certain roles. It had nothing to do with her talent, which is what it should be yeah. based on is level of talent when it comes to casting actors and actresses. But no, because she had to change her last name so that casting directors could be like, okay, that's more white. We can cast right. her now. Because I think one of the biggest things about why Hollywood is so conservative in casting Asian characters is that there's a stereotype associated with that. Mm -hmm. That they're like, oh, there can be like the Asian character, but they're the token Asian character. They are serving a purpose versus just playing a character regardless Mm -hmm. of what stereotypes are attached there. Because it goes all the way back to, so like, I really like the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mm -hmm. but it is besmirched yeah. 
besmirched by Marlon Brando yep. playing the Japanese neighbor yep. with that horrendous, horrendous yellow face. It's with, like, so, the buck like, I don't know and... if it's just, like, if it, it looks like a rubber mask. <laughs> yeah. Just, like a poorly constructed latex they didn't try mask. very hard. No. <laughs> just thrown onto this actor. Like, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, it it stretches back pretty far. Like, John Wayne played Genghis Khan in a movie literally titled Genghis Khan. It's fine. It's fine. He had his accent, (laughs) his Texas accent the whole time, like, playing this Mongolian character. I love it. I love it. I totally love it. I hate it, guys. I hate it. (laughs) Clarification, in case the audience was unsure. Um. And then in even more recent news, you mm-hmm. brought up Sarah the the Aladdin movie. Yeah, I <sighs> was scrolling through Facebook. Let me find it. I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday, this morning maybe, um, and MoviePilot.com, which is like written by anyone, but like so it's semi reliable, uh, says that the guy who plays what's his name, he plays one of the princes in Into the Woods. Um, not Chris Pine. The other the, the, the other, blonde, yeah, the other Yeah, the blonde one. prince who ends up with Rapunzel. Um, that guy has been casted in Aladdin, in the live action Guy Ritchie Aladdin movie. And he is a very white individual. And so people say Billy Magnuson. That's the actor's who is name. He playing, though. Because they uh, casted Jafar, Aladdin, and Jasmine. And, and Genie. Genie. Yeah. So it says, um, an apparent foil for Aladdin, it seems like Magnuson's character will be vying for the affections of Princess Jasmine as the role has already been named Prince Anders. So I'm guessing he's because Jasmine has like multiple suitors coming in from neighboring kingdoms. So they're bringing in a white guy but, but, I mean, to vie for Jasmine's affections. Technically, they're not saying where the prince is from. So, I mean, it's the so like, but it's it's Anders. the fact that, it's the <laughs> fact that I mean it's obviously like he won't be coming from like yeah. a neighboring country of yeah. where Agrabah is because yeah. it like, doesn't look anything like Middle Eastern at all. No. Um, it's from like Denmark or something. Yeah, so like it'd be Anders. assumed that he's coming from like a European country to marry Princess Jasmine, which historically actually kind of makes sense. Um, but at the same time, they invented a white character yeah, just to have a white guy in the film. Like, you didn't need that. No. I mean, what? Like, no. you didn't need that at all. Aladdin is already so good. And I have I have many opinions about the Disney live-action remakes. I <laughs> don't think they're the best idea. But yeah, we're getting a million yeah. of them, so I guess yeah. I just have to accept it. Um, I know, because I was reading an article similar about Aladdin, because they, mm-hmm. they just started filming, and they're changing, like, a bunch of things. Like, I know that Agrabah, even though, like, it's taking a bunch of different cultures and mixing them together, because mm-hmm. Agrabah is not a real place, mm-hmm. so they're taking things, I forget, it was, like, India, Saudi Arabia, and, like, I think there was even a few, like, not Middle Eastern, like, town, or countries that they were mm-hmm. bringing into the thing, but, like. I mean, some people were upset that Jasmine was cast because she's not um yeah. What's her name? Uh, Naomi like, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I knew with this movie there'd she's, be a lot of controversy yeah, about the casting. She's um, but, she's a 
an English actress. She's half English and then she's half, half something else. I think like, Indian. Yeah. I think she's from because so there's she, actually like a huge Indian culture in England. Yeah. She's um, like half English and half Indian. Yeah. yeah. But like people threw a giant fit when they announced that she was cast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even On, celebrities like that were she wasn't her. she wasn't ethnic enough. Right. So like yeah. she still looks white. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna bash it. It's she's in um, Power Rangers. Yeah, she's in Power Rangers. But oh, hey, more, okay, more I know importantly, who we're talking about now. more importantly, we go way back oh, into Disney Channel history. She mm-hmm. was in Lemonade Mouth, which oh is maybe gosh. one of the best Disney Channel original movies oh, ever no, made. Sarah. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's so good. I actually really like Lemonade Mouth. She was in that, and so I don't know. I'm looking <laughs> forward to her being so she can she can sing. I think she's gonna yeah. be a good Jasmine, I but. Mean, at I least don't... it wasn't like let's cast a big name actress. Like she's not very well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember in our episode a while back about uh, Muslim res- representation mm-hmm. in media. Oftentimes, uh, Middle Eastern characters, Pakistani or Saudi Arabian, are cast with uh, Indian actors because they're like kind of like close enough. And it's like, yes, but. When it comes to Agrabah, it is a mythical place. It yeah. doesn't exist. But there is a basis there that mm-hmm. it is supposed to be the Middle East. So yeah. I, I feel like see. that's kind of generally understood yeah. between people I'm worried that, who like, watch it. And, like, I, from what I understand of the live-action Aladdin remake, they're doing something that I actually prefer, which is they're not, like, recreating beat by beat the animated movie no. which is what they did with Beauty and the Beast and I don't I do not like the live action it did not adaptation work. of Beauty it and the Beast it did not work because it's I don't need I didn't need Beauty and the Beast the animated movie is so good yeah. if I want to watch Beauty and the Beast I'll watch that if yeah. you know you're going to remake it offer me something new besides the fact that now there's real people but really oh. the only real person is Emma Watson because everything else is CGI what? Emma Watson <laughs> it's just Beauty and the Beast now with Emma Watson yeah, yeah that's all it is um, so Aladdin is, from what I understand, they're, you know, straying away from the animated movie. They're adding things or shifting things around, which I think is a good idea. Yeah. they're. But at I, the same time, did you need to add a white character for the probably, sake of adding no. a white character? They've already no. said that they're not following the, the exact script from Aladdin. They're definitely, like, when they, like, decided to make Agrabah, because, like, there's different forms of Aladdin throughout mm-hmm. different cultures. They're mm-hmm. mixing all of them together. To give like a fresh new like look and story to it. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, this this choice with Prince Anders is really interesting to me because we will watch tons and tons of movies without a single person of color in them and not bat an eye. Whereas a movie like what Aladdin was going to be with not a single white person in it is like, oh my gosh, guys. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. We have to fix it. Put in a white person. Hurry. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> Hurry. Before, before they realize what we've done. Like, well, that's something yeah. that in this um, movie pilot article, they mentioned that, like, Moana had a completely, like, a non-white yes. cast. Like, it's been done. And Disney's mm-hmm. done it recently. So why, why, why with Aladdin they feel... did they, yeah, did they feel the need? Because, like... Yeah, Moana was, outside of the animation, like, all the voice actors were um, Pacific Islanders or, like, descended yeah. from Pacific Islanders. So that's that's insane that they had, like, an ethnically accurate cast for the entire movie. 
why not the same? Why not for or, Aladdin? Yeah. yeah. Back though, Disney's never been very good at like sticking to yeah, that's true. backgrounds. Oh no. That could be a whole another discussion upon itself. Oh yeah, definitely. Disney, you're not as great as you like to think you are sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, obviously, even though like a lot of people didn't like Beauty and the Beast, it was a hit still. People went and saw yeah. it. It was the yeah. thing. You're going to take your kids to go see Beauty and the Beast versus like some other movie that you don't know what you're getting out of that. Whereas you really know what you're getting out of Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's the issue with going to see movies and not knowing what you're getting out of it. Like Ghost in the Shell. Uh, so Ghost in the Shell oh. already had source material that was entirely, it's an anime. Every mm-hmm. character in it is Japanese unless mm-hmm. you're told otherwise. That is yeah. that is what you people need to learn about anime is that every single character, unless they have a name that suggests otherwise, or they're like, I'm the American exchange student. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are Japanese. Even mm-hmm. if they have purple hair, even if they have blonde hair, blue eyes, they are Japanese. However, that is, that is the unwritten rule. Yeah. That is the agreement we have landed upon. And then we have Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. which has a lot of foreign characters in a Japanese setting because it's like this international um, like association where they're all trying to work toward the same goal. Mm-hmm. And then the main character... Major, she is an android, which also mm-hmm. I can see giving the excuse, and it's like, what does her ethnicity matter? She's not even human. It's like, but, but, but she was. That's the plot. Yeah. The plot is that she was at one point, and the plot is that she was she was a Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. She was a Japanese woman. <laughs> so let's cast Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. The movie I, did not do well. No, I to be honest, I didn't see Ghost in the Shell. I think I was planning on seeing Ghost in the Shell and then I saw no reason to support it. Yeah. Um, especially because everyone came back saying like, it's garbage. So I was like, all right, I won't spend money on it. Um, will I end up watching it, you know, if it shows up on Netflix? Maybe. And I don't want to like bash Scarlett Johansson because I like ScarJo for the most part. Uh, she's cool. Hers Black Widow is awesome mm-hmm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, like, for me, one of the things that, um, one of the excuses that I saw floating around the internet was, like, it's because Asian actors aren't emotive. That's why we couldn't, you know, just because of their genetics and their facial structure, they can't emote as clearly as some other actors. Um, to which people on Twitter just replied with, like, screenshots of, of Asian American actors emoting very powerfully, yeah, right next yeah. to Scarlett Johansson, yeah, doing it's like nothing, like hugely <laughs> like racist to be like, you know, Asian people, their faces are all one way, right? They'll never like change. Yeah, I was like, how it's is like, that um, a valid excuse? And then how can like there are Asian American actors that don't have work because they cast people like Scarlett Johansson, who has work, like, she will be working with Disney and Marvel for the next few years. Like, she she has paychecks coming in. She's good to go, honey. Like, there are other actresses and actors out there that are struggling to get a role for something that is catered to them, and that's taken away still. That's what gets me. Yeah. 
It's like I, you have other people out there that can do the job. Yeah, and it and there's a significant history of these movies mm-hmm. that whitewash just bombing. I mean, look at uh, gosh, there was a Dragon Ball Z movie, mm-hmm. American-made movie. Goku was played by some white dude, tanked. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Garbage. Uh, Tank. Garbage. Not talk about that. <laughs> the worst film ever made, like ever. I can't. Ruined my childhood. It's horrible. Ong. It's horrible. Why on <laughs> earth were Ong. both Sokka and Katara white? I'm upset. Because you know, I don't know. Because I really like, don't know. <laughs> there there that... wasn't any other actor or actress that could like actually act. Well, you know, they we... pulled in Jasper from freaking Twilight. Oh my god, was not very good in that movie to be like. Oh yeah. my gosh, I didn't even recognize. Yeah, yeah that's him. <gasps> that's messing with me. The yeah. only um, shoot, I'm not gonna remember his name. Who played Zuko? Dev Patel. He was the only decent part of that movie. Yeah, because he could actually act. But the yeah. thing is that. Like, the Avatar universe is very specifically set up to exactly. support, yeah. like, specific races. Like, the uh, firebenders are all supposed to be Japanese because this mm-hmm. is reflective of um, Japan's imperial uh, tendencies during, like, pre-World War II. Mm-hmm. And then the Earth Kingdom is China and the uh, water tribes are Native Americans. And I think, I think the, aren't the Air Nomads Korean? They're either Korean or like Tibetan, like the okay. monks. I think they're t- they're probably Tibetan. A combination because yeah. yeah. it's the because um, they're up on mountains. Yeah, but it's like just like it's it lends itself so well to diversity. The cartoon yeah. literally re- like won a Peabody Award for like doing this public service because of how they portrayed all these different cultures, and then the movie came out and it just ripped mm-hmm. that away from them. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how it's like you were set up for so much success. It already That's had an established thing. fan base. Like people yeah. were ready so to watch anything. The cartoon is so good. The yeah. cartoon is so good. They, they had everything they needed. The source material the source material was perfect. But you know white people aren't going to go out and see a movie with nothing but Asian people. I in sat it. and watched I that cartoon my entire childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cartoon was the best thing ever. Also, I have the entire um, thing on DVD. Yeah, there's also the very significant consumption of J dramas, K dramas, mm-hmm. anime in America, and mm-hmm. all every single character in that. Guess what? They're Asian, and yet yeah. we still watch it, and we can still relate to that. That is what gets me: is that there are people on the internet who will argue that they can't identify with those characters because they don't share the same ethnicity, and it's like y'all. Okay, but y'all. listen, listen. <laughs> like, if that's if that's your argument of like, you know, white people won't watch this, you know, whatever featuring Asian people because they can't identify with that. But listen, Asian people have been forced to identify with white people in their media for years. So have any other minority. Like, that's because there is no representation the other way around. That's what they've had to do growing up for years and years and years. Like, any minority, I'm sure, has someone, like, a character or something that they were able to look up to that you know, was white. And that can definitely happen the other way around. Oh my gosh, guys, you'll never believe it. You can identify with and love someone who is not your same ethnicity or gender or religion. Like, you can find role models across the board. Better yet, like, me growing up, like, Mm -hmm. there is, like, there was barely anyone that was, like, biracial or anyone different. Like, I mean, I had Raven Simone and the Proud Family. Yeah. I love those. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've had to identify with, like, 
people that like mm-hmm. um growing up i watched the harry potter movies hermione granger even though now in cursed child she is african-american yes. mm-hmm. yay um but i identified with her i was the smart little bookworm that was a know-it-all and so like i yeah, learned to yeah. identify with other cultures yeah it's possible guys it is possible it's possible it's also possible to like you can cast your movies without like a guaranteed name especially if you can't if you have to rely on that person's name then your pro- your movie probably sucks anyway exactly it's if you have to rely on movie. one actor to carry yeah. your whole movie your movie's not good yeah that was max landis's argument he's the I love screen max one. landis he's the screenwriter for uh ghost in the shell and he was the one though i know who was like know. well there's no i was disappointed well known Asian actors, and you know, we really wanted Scarlett Johansson. And admittedly, there was so Scarlett Johansson. One of her only statements on this whole debacle was that she was happy to take the part because it was creating another strong female character. Mm. But why can't there be a strong Asian female character? Yes, Max Landis, you disappointed me. Max Landis, like Dirk Dirk Gently, you're doing great. You're doing great, sweetheart. When it comes to (laughs) Dirk Gently, that show is awesome. But like, honey, but but unfortunately, and admittedly, he did have the backing of the original director of the anime had Mm -hmm. absolutely no uh, problem with it, Um, because the name Motoko uh, Kusanagi, who is a very Japanese name, guys. the main character and her current body are not the original name and the body so there's no basis for saying that an asian actress more, must portray her even if her original body presuming such a thing existed were a japanese one that would still apply and then actual japanese fans of the show were like oh this is great we're so excited to get the movie it's fine mm-hmm. but it still didn't do it's well. Still, yeah. Like, yeah. Nope. And it's the controversy that the, the studios blame the controversy around it as to why okay. it failed. But I think, I didn't see it, but like seeing like clips outside of like the really cool initial trailer, I was mm-hmm. like, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a great movie to begin with. I think it was really reaching in concept. I also think it's, and this is not necessarily related to whitewashing, but like adapting a tv show to a movie like anything where the source material is lengthy and detailed and rich like anime always is yeah and then trying to create one feature length film like it doesn't work it doesn't work and so that's you know we we had also could be part of it yeah we had the recent repeat of that with the death note movie yeah and let's have this take place in seattle with light turner instead of light yagami i like they didn't change the name light they were yeah, like that's, that's fine. still just like it's a regular fine. old name yeah it's fine i mean it was weird in the anime too because yeah. it's like an english like noun as yeah. his first name and like all everyone around him had like really normal japanese names mm-hmm. <sighs> The Death Note live action movie. <laughs> it was a failure for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but one of the main things is that the director refused to look at why the original was a success. And this mm-hmm. has gone into like really deep, amazing detail in uh, Emily Rubin's article here yes. at bitebsu.com. Check it out. It's a great article. It's everyone. a great article on why there's this disconnect it's lost in translation because japan has a very different culture Mm -hmm. than 
the United States does in the sense that here in the U.S., we're an individualistic society where, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, do your own thing, um, which works for us. But in the Japanese context, it doesn't because Japan is very reliant on collectivism because they are such a homogenous country. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking more in the group sense. So then when you take a plot like Death Note where it's like he decides to be the one person to like benefit everyone else by killing off all the criminals, he's doing that to benefit everyone else, Mm -hmm. not himself. Whereas in Light Turner's case, Mm -hmm. he was just bored. He's just, I'm going to kill people because because i can because i can rebellion my parents don't give me enough allowance Uh, and i'm not a i'm not a perfect kid you know i do homework for money it's like wow wow guys it just doesn't work i i don't know when they're gonna get it i mean we have so many uh examples of like original asian works being like torn apart by Mm -hmm. their american descendants like dragon ball evolution god rest its soul (laughs) um every single good horror movie like the ring one missed call shutter the eye those were all originally Mm -hmm. like uh asian films and they were really really scary and And then america took a stab at it and failed they're still scary, but it, uh, a lot of the context isn't yeah. there. Yeah, it doesn't. It's they're scary for different reasons, mm-hmm. and it's because, like in the case of Ring, like they had to shift around huge parts of like the character, like yeah. what it is that makes it scary. It because, stopped making sense somewhere yeah, along the way, so that it fit along with the audience that they were. They, I mean, it's. They're not this, even the same movie. Like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. So yeah, I I wish there were more times like um, like Moana where we can mm-hmm. have those movies and like people who are actually part of that culture are like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you're doing so well. <laughs> like this actually speaks to me. Like people crying in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like if we can have more of that, that would be really cool. That'd be really really cool. And guess what? As a white girl, I loved Moana, and I was still able to identify with Moana. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that happened, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think in terms of Disney, isn't there going to be, like, the next princess on the list? She has, like, her a TV show right now. She's, like... Sophia. Yeah. Or not Sophia. Uh, Wait, no, not Sophia. Um, Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Is that going to be a movie, or is that... Uh, Are they just... I think they're just doing the TV show, which is kind of kind of sad because i've heard my sister i have uh, for people who don't listen to this all the time i have an eight-year-old sister she watches it but i don't think they're doing a movie i think yeah it's still something that's existing on disney junior but like she's at the parks Mm, um walking around and i saw there's this um video i saw on facebook of this little uh Latina girl who goes up to Elena at Disney World and is like having a conversation and Elena like speaks to her in fluent Spanish. Like they hold oh, a conversation yes. in Spanish. And I'm like, that's amazing. That, that's so important. That the actress they had uh, just to play Elena in the parks like was able to to do that to this little girl. Like that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It'll be interesting to see because uh, one of the next ones that they're filming now for live action is Mulan. I already yeah. have my opinion on I have, some of the things. But I have worries. I have so many I, worries. Here, I want... All right, because I, I am very opinionated about the live-action remakes. When they announced that it's, like, 
the live action Mulan isn't going to be a musical. I was happy about it, honestly, because I'm like, good. That means they're not making the same movie. Um, But then there were all these rumors of like not being able to find, you know, actors and actresses to fill the roles. And it's like you can't people people were like screaming out these Chinese American actresses. It's like, look at these girls who can play Mulan. Like (laughs) there's this text post I read on Tumblr and it's like Mulan needs to be 99 percent Asian based. The one percent, though, that is not is Eddie Murphy dressed up as Mushu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eddie Murphy can come yeah. back as Mushu. Yeah. I think that's something that we can all agree is okay. I'm fine that's with that. Okay. He's a dragon. He's yeah, like, it's a fine. dragon. But and like, he's if like, you don't, works. I mean, personally, I would because in the case of something like Aladdin, where they're mixing a bunch of cultures together, so mm-hmm. it's like more ambiguous as to what exactly the ethnicity of the characters are. Like Mulan is Chinese. So for yeah. me, it she was, was a real like, person. Yeah, yeah. Point. She's yeah. like she's not. It's not a fictional character. Like she's a Chinese legend. Like that's yes. a thing. Um, and like I've heard that they're going back more to like her original story yeah. and the legend of like this great female warrior. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what I need. They're getting so rid of like Shane and all. Yeah, that. yeah. He's not in it. I'd be okay with that yeah. if there's not the love interest. I there. wasn't okay with their reasoning for it though. What was the reason? They said one of their reasons was basically because they didn't want him to be attracted to her when she was male and for like, he, uh, that, so like uh, that was one of their reasons. So I was like, I'm not okay with that. That's but. the best meme though. I love the meme where it's just like another look back at Mulan and it's just Shang's journey of realizing that he's gay right up until the <laughs> end. And then it's like, wait, I just like people. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Oh, yeah, wait. They didn't want any of like that kind of stuff to come across, so they like. Interesting. Like, hmm. Let's change it to a general that never really likes her until she proves herself. He, like, huh. I don't know if he has a name yet. I don't but. know. But if they don't, Disney, if you don't Disney. cast Chinese actors and actresses for this movie, listen, it's not that hard. They're yeah. out there. They exist. They want to work. And I guarantee you they're good at their job. Like, that's that's a thing. Please do that. They're there. And like, don't they add. They will assure you that they are there. Don't add a random white person. Mm. So that you can have a oh random white person. That, that would that would be like make zero sense at all at all in Mulan. Like, I know. No. I'm I'm intrigued with Aladdin how they're going to to work in this new prince character because it's if it makes sense and I don't want to like excuse this behavior at all, mm. but if it's something that makes sense because like historically, you know, during ages of conquest, like rich white princes sought after that like exotic bride so that like historically makes some sense but if it's just like i don't know he's just if he's just there yeah it depends on what his character's purpose is i guess because i think because you already have a villain. Yeah. You already have Jafar as the villain. Yeah. You don't need this other guy that's, the, like, fighting for Jasmine as, like, a yeah. secondary villain to Aladdin. That makes no sense. So, back on to Mulan, because apparently they've released the, like, what they're looking for. for yeah, the I've seen this. Apparently they are maybe keeping a love interest, but... So, this is the guy that they're now describing. Male in his... This is what they're looking for. Male in his 20s must be able to speak fluent English and Mandarin Chinese, strapping, cocky, and handsome... Um, another recruit who joins Commander Tung's 
unit, and he's determined to be the best soldier in human history, full of himself with a mean, bullying streak to him. He quickly realizes that Mulan is his chief rival, but he does not realize that she is a woman, grittily determined to be simply the best at everything, increasingly peeved by Mulan's ability to match or outmaneuver him. After learning that his rival is a woman, his intense feelings of rivalry turn into something very different, something like love. No! What is that? I don't like that plot device at all. No! I hate that where it's like, oh, I I hate you so much. Oh, you're a girl. Oh, oh. Oh, now that you're... (laughs) I'm not threatened by you anymore. Yeah. Wow. There are so many implications about that. Not okay, Disney. Not okay. Not okay. Uh... I don't I'm know what to upset. think about this. I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, we'll see, I guess. I can't. We can't judge the movie too True. harshly because it's like nothing about it has come out except for the fact that it's happening. Yeah. yeah. So I do like that they said you have to speak Mandarin yeah. because the thing is, is that a lot of these movies that take place like elsewhere and then everyone's speaking entirely in English, English. the entire yeah. time. Sometimes it's like I can I can read the subtitles, guys. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, Mulan yeah. also has to know how to speak Mandarin Chinese. Also. That's good. So cast a Chinese actress. Like, because it's yeah. like, if it's just like you have to speak both English and Mandarin to me, that's not enough. Yeah. Of like, yeah. they like concrete. Yeah. She must be between the ages of 18 and 20. That's young. Well, because Mulan was 18 when everything happened. So. Yeah, but I mean, that's not, I mean, actresses least, playing yeah. younger than what they oh are my gosh, is not they, new. Uh, that's a very that prolific practice. But, I mean, it would be nice if she was actually 18. That'd be cool. With, like a realistic yeah. 18-year-old. It's like what happened with The Hunger Games. I think that mm-hmm. that entire movie series would have hit so much harder if they looked like their ages. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell that they were like Older. 20-somethings, whereas these tiny little chubby-faced babies mm-hmm. killing each other in the ring yeah. at like what was it like 13 14 15 that would have been so much more like hard hitting i feel like highly suggest there is a tumblr post that you can find where it has pictures of uh josh hutchinson and uh jennifer lawrence when they were the actual ages of them and like they look like children they're like well what difference would it have made if mm-hmm. this is what we saw versus yeah versus sexy teens fighting yeah. each other in the ring oh, yeah. in love yeah oh. that was like when everyone's j-law crushes started up which yes. i was there originally and then she like totally besmirched her name forever after filming passengers and being like i'm gonna go sit on this mm-hmm. sacred rock and then laugh when i destroy it mm-hmm. <laughs> cool 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 not cool, guys. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah, but I, I think this overall speaks to how important casting is mm-hmm. and how important it is to cast accurately. I mean, we have to suspend our belief for a lot of reasons because, like, we're having, like, a narrative where, like, Mulan, there was a dragon originally, dragon. like, hanging out. Like, okay, we can believe yeah. that. That's fine. But I think it starts to get, like, with, like, Aladdin, depending on that, Prince Anders role it's gonna be like okay guys are you really you're really trying to convince me of this I'm not buying it though See, I was hoping when you said it, it was like I thought he was gonna play the voice of the bird 
Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no. it's a bird. Are we gonna have a talking bird? I'll suspend my disbelief for that, but like him walking around in the desert without like a massive sunburn, then I'm kind of gonna be like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's in like <laughs> a whole bunch of like cover, like to shade. Him yeah, if they're yeah. going with like a Lawrence of Arabia thing, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's much better. I know um, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't like but, that picture. Uh, yeah. For me, I hate love triangles, and so it's like if they're gonna shoehorn a love triangle into this movie i don't need that i don't need that yeah. you already Jafar's already a fantastic thing. villain like you don't yeah. need anyone else for aladdin to worry about yeah. come on has anyone seen jafar the he actor who plays jafar attractive he and is it makes me uncomfortable because i'm not supposed, supposed to like you he's supposed to be kind of creepy like the creepy uncle like yeah, oh, yeah. but no he's i'll take care of you he's like fit and like very attractive uh, but that's a that whole makes, other I think conversation of yeah. making uh, villains very attractive or very ugly, depending on the stance of the movie. Mm-hmm. But but that's that's a whole other episode. But this episode, I I think the general consensus is if Aladdin winds up being really terrible, we can all go see Hellboy because that casting is so much better hey, now. Hey. I'm down. Yeah, go Hellboy. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm excited. We got one win today. We got one win today. We got one win. We have a win, and that's all that matters here at the Coven. So, the cauldron's simmering down a little bit now, but we'll see what's on the horizon. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today was the magical... Ashley Curry. Still don't have a name. Gonna work on that. That's okay. That's okay. And Sarah James, the sorceress of the sound waves. Thank you guys for listening. You can find all our other content here at bitebsu.com or over on SoundCloud at uh, Ball State Daily or on iTunes under Ball State Daily. Yeah. Definitely give us that follow. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, we're um, on YouTube, and it's all at bitebsu with all this fantastic content. Um, join us again next week where we'll talk about something entirely different but probably equally as enraging thanks for (laughs) listening guys